0: Today is a little bit different, and so if it is your first time here, your first time back in a while, you actually came on a phenomenal day because today I'm going to be giving a lot of um, a lot of updates for us as a church, and also a lot of vision for the future of Northwood Church. And uh, today is sort of like Vision Sunday, and uh, so I've got some things. Look, some things that we have been planning and looking at for for. Uh, well, honestly, you're going to hear for about, I don't know, 50 or 60 years, but uh, but more recently in the last year or two, uh, some things that has to do with us as a, as a church, all of our locations. I'm gonna share our story today of how we got where we are. Uh, one thing I know is that there's a lot of new people in our church and uh, you might go to uh, New at NC, right, our, our, our class that we have as a church and, and hear our story, but man, today I want to take a little bit more time and kind of really really explain our story as a church where we are where we are now where we've been where we are now and and where we're headed as a church and uh, with that is uh, some exciting information and news about our Ocean Springs location so I'm going to be giving you guys a massive update on that and also some updates to all of our locations and so today is for everybody y'all ready all ready? All right. So look, I'm just gonna be honest. I got a lot of stuff to talk about, so I'm gonna jump right in. By the way, in case you don't know my name, my name is Jordan Decody. I'm the senior pastor here. I think I forgot to say that, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, come on, a little love. I like it. Um, <laughs> but uh, but again, we're one church, four locations, and so today is gonna be uh, today's gonna be one for the books. I'm telling you that. So y'all ready? Here we go. Uh, I wanna give you sort of a a status update on Northwood Church. And last week we had, again, our Next Step Sunday, and we talked a lot about our mission, and we talk about our mission a whole lot. And so you guys probably know it well if you've been here any amount of time, but it's this. It's that we build Christ-centered communities that help people to know God, grow in Christ, and go in the power of the Holy Spirit until Jesus returns. And so whenever we ask the question, how are we doing with this? How are we doing helping people to know God, again, helping people. Uh, we don't force people to know God. Okay. <laughs> that's not, that's not something that we can do, but we can provide environments and love people and support people and encourage them to follow Christ. And that's what we're doing. So how are we doing with that? Well, I've got some numbers that I'm going to share with you today about where we're at as a church. And one thing I want to say quickly about numbers is that whenever we're, we're cause we're going to celebrate a little bit we don't get excited just about numbers. We get about ex- excited about what the numbers represent. All right, it's sort of like whenever you go to the doctor and you get your blood pressure taken and you look at the numbers and your blood pressure is good, you're like, oh, it's good. You're not happy just that there's numbers there. You're happy because it means that you're healthy. Come on, am I right? So, so as we approach these numbers, I want you to know why we're celebrating it because we know that every number has a name, come on. And, and, and we know that this is uh, an indication of a healthy church and how we're accomplishing the mission that God has us on. And so, uh, so last week, again, we, uh, we had our Next Step Sunday, and one of the things that we talked about was Teams. And Teams is how anything happens here at Northwood Church. And uh, I want to let you know that we have 688 people on Teams at Northwood Church between all four locations. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and actually, just a little addition onto that, last week we had 89 people sign up just on that Sunday alone. So our team's growing. We're excited about that. Uh, this semester we're starting a new uh, uh, group semester. And uh, right now we have 78 groups available in our church. And so that's, that's containers for people to have connection and to have discipleship and get to know people, 78 groups. And, uh, and we also just this week uh, did some numbers and we have over 750 people, individual people signed up in those small groups. And that's not counting those who are still signing up online. And actually we have some hangout groups that aren't in that number. There's a, we have a lot of people that are in groups and more that are coming. And this is what I wanna encourage you. Uh, we, we, we're doing online signups right now. And so if you have not signed up for a group, you know, there might be some space, all right? I'll put it that way. So, but you need to go online, northwood.church groups and, and look for a group to get in. Uh, look, we love services, okay? We love to get together like this. I, I believe in this type of environment. I believe in this type of gathering, but I also equally believe in the small gatherings. I believe whenever people get together in circles that it's just different, it's better than, uh, it, or it's a, it's, a, it's a part of your discipleship that you'll be missing if you don't have it in your life. Having intentional spiritual conversations 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 with other believers. And so if you're not in that, I wanna encourage you to do that. Um, Also, speaking of our services, uh, in the last few years, obviously, man, since COVID, we've been in a building phase. I would say every, I'm just gonna be honest, every church in America has been in a rebuilding phase since COVID. 2020 was fun, wasn't it, (laughs) y'all? For everybody. And, uh, and, and I'm excited to just let you know that we have continually been, been seeing growth. And uh, just to kind of put some numbers on it, in July of, t- of uh, last year, we averaged in-person attendance, 1,030 people between all of our locations. And uh, one thing just to say about that is, is that's not counting those who are watching online. And uh, we're very tedious on how we count Right, so like these are not inflated numbers. And, um, uh, but, but, so if you were watching online all last year, you were not in this number, okay? And, uh, sorry if you're watching online right now, you're not in our number this week, although we, we're glad that you're here. Uh, you know, and, and so anyway, that was last year. This last July, we averaged for the whole month 1,364 people in attendance at Northwood. And, and actually last week we had 1,500. And so I just want to let you know, again, numbers are, 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 are good. We're celebrating numbers, but it's, it's what those numbers are indications of. We've grown 32% in the, in the last year, and that's exciting because it represents families. It represents people coming to Christ. It represents people uh, recommitting their life to Christ. And, and let me tell you something, people still who are in search of God, many people still run to the doors of the church to find Jesus, okay? And I believe people can meet God anywhere, at any moment. Look, I know, I have stories of my own family, sitting at a stop sign, all of a sudden, God just impacting somebody's life at a stop sign. God can move, and he does move in many different ways. But we know that when the saints gather together, there's something special that takes place. And so that's why we celebrate these, these numbers. and. Um, also, another, another number that I'm gonna be honest, I, I probably am more excited about is how many baptisms that we've had. Last year, At uh, the whole year we baptized 55 people, which is exciting, it's amazing, right? This year, up until this point, we've already seen 72 people in our church baptized. Come on. It's people taking their next steps and following Jesus. It's something that we're encouraged to do, mandated to do, it's, it's, it's part of our process of discipleship and we're seeing people take those next steps. And again, uh, you know, we're talking about health, we're talking about growth. And one thing that you can't put in a number is what we call culture. Culture is an intangible. It's sort of like the culture of your home. Have you ever, maybe in, in your family, had one of those come to Jesus conversations around the dining room table? You know, maybe your dad or maybe you or your mom, I don't know, someone, grandma. Somebody said, everybody around the dining room table right now, we gotta have a conversation. I don't like the attitudes, I don't like the feel. What are they saying? They don't like the culture of that home. And guess what needs to happen? Somebody's gotta bring some things to order. And and you know what, it's sort of like whenever one kid gets disciplined, all of a sudden everybody's like, ooh, you know? (laughs) What's going on there? The culture of the home is being maintained. The soil of that family is being maintained. And honestly, it, it's the same in churches. It's the same in businesses, in restaurants. Some of y'all, y'all walk in a restaurant and you feel the culture, right? You, you, you see that. How do the, the employees interact? What's the, what's the people? What's going on there? Come on, what's the sound? Have you ever gone to a, a home and it's dry and it's like, you don't feel, it's not very hospitable. You know what I'm saying? You walk in, It's cold. That's culture, and, and listen, I know some of that can sound kind of superficial, but I don't think that it's superficial. I think that whenever you feel health in your family and the culture of your family is healthy, it's an in, it's indicator that things are going well, right? The marriage is operating well. There's love and there's peace. There's unity between people. It's very spiritual. And so our culture is in a is in a great place. The sound that you hear whenever you come into this room, whenever you walk into an auditorium on a Sunday morning, whenever you see people interacting, whenever you walk into your small group and there's people who are sharing life together, that's health. And it's something that we look at and we, we pray about, we pray over. It's very spiritual. Come on. You don't, how do you put your finger on disunity? How do you do that? You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it's just, I don't know. And the thing about distance is it creates disunity. It creates, it creates a, a, a wondering, hey, where are the, where, what's going on with that person, right? And, and man, as we draw closer together, we know that the, the environment at every location, at every service, at every small group, uh, it, it breeds health. And so we're excited about uh, the stability and the health at Northwood Church. And so this is kind of where we're at, just kind of a flyover real quick of where we're at. But I wanna share with you how we got here. You know, whenever you know the backstory on something, you know the the history of, let's say, a church, it births more gratitude in your heart about where you're at. And so today I wanna share some things with you that many of you probably never heard, you didn't know. Uh, I wanna talk to you young people real quick uh, because if you're older, you might kind of, you know, I guess connect more with the history of a place and, and have more of a gratitude because you're older and you just you understand how these things go. But if you're younger, sometimes you can kind of get disconnected to, to the reality of that. You kind of maybe take it for granted. You know what I'm saying? So today, I want us all to hear this story and to be filled with gratitude of, uh, of where we're at as a church. Northwood Church is actually reported to have its roots going back to the 1950s, believe it or not had some conversations this week. It was like, really? Like, yeah, actually, to the 50s, okay? And through the 70s, the name of our church was actually Grace Temple. Come on, that was the name of our church, Grace Temple. And in 1980, they relocated to O'Neill Road, right here, where we're at, right here in, in Gulfport. And they changed the name to Northwood Christian Center. Uh, ironically, this was the same year that my parents were saved, uh, 1980. So come on, it's, it's a good year, it's a good year. And And the pastor at the time, his name was Joseph Rowe. Uh, His wife, her name was actually Florence and they called her Flo, so it was Pastor Joe and Flo. And uh, just a little, that's that's them right there, Pastor Joe and Flo. And uh, they began to build the first building and completed it, come on, in 1983. That's building number two in Gulfport right there being built. And it was completed in 1983. And uh, and this is now building number two at our Gulfport location. Right now here at Gulfport, that's where a bunch of our kids are at. Come on, There's a, man, it's just been a, it's been a, a staple in the development of our church, right? Come on, look at that, look at that, y'all. That's a that is some beautiful stuff happening right there. Come on, man, I think we you know the pews, but not just, it's not just the pews. It's it's the cushion, and the carpet. You gotta you gotta take it in. You gotta drink in that orange, man. I mean that is or whatever that is. I mean. That is, that is something special, you know? Now, as I was looking at these pictures, on the back of the picture, they wrote the, the, the verse Ezra 311, all throughout the pictures, all on the back of the pictures. And, and this is what the verse says. With praise and thanksgiving, they sang to the Lord, he is good, his love toward Israel endures forever. And all the people gave a great shout of praise to the Lord because the foundation of the house of the Lord was laid. Isn't that awesome? There was such excitement to build the house of the Lord. And, you know, why are they excited? Because it's not just, again, it's not just a building. It's not just, oh, we, it's kind of like the numbers. It's not like, oh, just numbers for the sake of numbers. It's We're, we're building a church, a house for the Lord and for his people. And, uh, you know, I think about the temple, right, in, in Scripture. The people of God laying the foundation of the temple. And all throughout Scripture, you see the people of God build the house of God over and over and over. And so that's what they're celebrating. But the thing about these buildings I wanna wanna let you know about is that these aren't just buildings, although we know it's steel and concrete and sheetrock and all that good stuff. It's not just about the building, it's about what happens inside of those buildings. It's just like your home. If you've ever built a home, you're excited about a new home, building a new house, it's great. You know, it's pretty, it's updated or whatever the case is. But, but the thing that makes that place a home is what happens inside of that home, right? It's whenever you bring home your kid first for the first time. It's whenever you raise your family. It's whenever you gather around the table for Thanksgiving dinners. It's, it's those moments that it's memories and it's, it's significant. It's mile markers in, uh, in our lives. You know, quickly, me and Nadine, whenever we, uh, we got married, we moved into our first house, actually about a mile away from here. And um, nine years later, we moved out, and Ari was about three years old. And, and uh, I, I didn't think I was sentimental, but apparently I am a pretty sentimental person, all right? And uh, man, we boo-hooed leaving that house, we boo-hooed. We got pictures, and still when I look at them, I'm like, ah, man, whew, you know, why? Because, man, I think about whenever we brought Ari home. I think about the first time that we, when we got married, we went there. I think about all the small groups that we had. I think about the times that we fell down the stairs because they were super steep and we needed, you know, I I just think about all that stuff and it's great memories. And I think about the fights that we got in. Come on, where the, I threw my phone into the wall and it made a, anyway, okay. We, we, you know, we were working things out, y'all. And, um, you see, it's, it's those moments that you just remember when you're in, and it's the same thing in these buildings, and that's what they're celebrating. It's a sanctuary. It's a, play, a safe place for the people of God. And so eventually, there were 35 faithful people meeting together, and about $100,000 of debt left on the building. This is actually, uh, right now, that's that's where the two-year-olds are at in Gulfport in building number two. That's where they're at. and uh, And so you had people faithful people who were, uh, were continuing to meet, to continue pr- to pray that God would move. Uh, I didn't have time to really go there, but uh, uh, Joe Rowe, he, he actually, there's an article in a paper from, from the 83 where he talks about uh, how he saw a, a church that was gonna be a Christ-centered church and uh, that, that, we were gonna con- that this place was gonna be a place that was gonna impact the coast. And um, it was the first time that we saw that article was just a couple of weeks ago. We read it. And I thought it was amazing that he said Christ-centered in an article in 1983. And guys, God is our witness. We didn't know that. And that's part of our mission statement, that we're gonna be a Christ-centered community. And so I think God has been a part of this the whole way. So then in 1989, my dad and our family came to Gulfport. There we are, to pastor Northwood Christian Center. Come on, that's a, that, I mean, look at that. That's, that's happening right there. I mean, it's, I don't know what material that is that mom got on, but that is beautiful. <laughs> it's not a silk. I don't know what that is. It, I don't know. It's, it's, it's fine. It's polyester. polyester, probably. <laughs> Good stuff. We, uh, we're actually standing in the home of Mr. Don Shadone. Many, many of you might have remembered him. Uh, he was actually my teacher for many years, and he was an, a huge part of this church for many, many, many years. I can still see him and Miss Rita standing next to each other in the back of the left of Building 2, you know? But... Um, but my parents, uh, they pastored and led this church for 29 years, uh, from 1989 until 2018. And through many years of faithful ministry and trust in God, not only was that debt paid off, but many people were saved and discipled. So many pillar leaders in the church were raised up in that time, and they were able to care for all the people God sent to, to Northwood in those years. And the church grew. And many of you in this place, many of you at each location, you remember these days you know, I think about when, whenever we got here in 1989, the Allistons and the Thames. And I mean, there's so many pillar families in this church who uh, were here before our family even got here, you know? And, and so the, the, the church grew and we continued to move forward. And in 2021, we built a new building here in Gulfport uh, with a larger auditorium and more space for kids and offices for Northwood Church to continue to grow. Come on, look at that, that auditorium, man. That, that that's some good stuff, y'all. That's where we're at right now here in Gulfport, by the way, there's still a globe behind that. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> we thought we threw the globe away, but we learned this week we did not throw the globe away. We gave it, we gave it to somewhere in Long Beach, a ministry in Long Beach, is that right? Father, fatherless and Widows, yeah. So, hey, man, I mean, it was a beautiful, I mean, that thing's solid. If there's a tornado, if that thing's bolted down, you can just hold on to it, man, it's, it's solid. But we built this new building and we had this new space and this building cost $1.3 million. And God and his people were faithful and we were able to pay this building off in less than two years, which is amazing. It's amazing. God's people are faithful, and this church that has been one of the staple things of our church has been faithful people consistently giving of their time, talents, and treasures to see the kingdom of God move forward. And uh, you know, as we were preparing and looking at all these pictures, and I was thinking about these buildings. Um, just for me personally, you know, these buildings, especially if I go to building number two, man, I was raised up in building number two. It's where it's, it's where I met my wife. You know, it's it's where I had my rehearsal dinner. It's where I got saved. It's where I began to learn how to lead worship. It's where I played drums from the age of seven till still play drums now. (laughs) So that hasn't stopped. But, uh, you know, it's where I learned how to lead worship from Brother Paul Alonzo. There's so many memories in that place. I was was talking to the staff this week and I could take you to the spot in building number two where I, I was kneeling down at an altar call one time. And I remember vividly God speaking to me and saying, you're my child and I love you. I was nine. That was a big deal. And, and here I am 38 and I still remember that moment. Like I'm just saying in these spaces, significant things take place. It does. It's a sanctuary, right? And, and so although we don't worship buildings, we do love what happens inside of these buildings. And so that's why we're, we're taking time today to talk about this. But as a church, we still have the next step. And at this time, many people were driving to Gulfport from Wiggins. And uh, so my dad felt that God was leading us to expand to Wiggins, and so we started our second location in February of 2004 in an old lumberyard. Y'all remember that? Some of y'all, yeah, my Wiggins folks, y'all, y'all remember it, come on. The lumberyard, whenever we would start off worship, the, uh, the walls would literally shake because it was like just plywood. I mean, it was painted plywood, man. Good times, good times. And uh, so our worship team would actually lead a service at our Wiggins location and then drive down to Gulfport to lead worship here, here in Gulfport uh, at 11 o'clock. And my dad would do the same thing. He'd go up, after we were done, he'd preach. We'd come down, we'd start the service. And then when he was done, he'd come down and he'd preach the second service or or the first service down here in Gulfport. And so uh, we did that for for a little while. And and, uh, it wasn't too long after the start of Wiggins that, that my dad asked Pastor Mike, Pastor Mike Minnis to lead the Wiggins location. Come on, y'all give it up for Pastor Mike. Come on, shout out. He's been a faithful pastor in our Wiggins location for many years, and uh, he's a great man. And in 2006, we moved forward and we purchased some property in Highway 49, and we began to build a new building. And then in 2007 is whenever we actually completed that building. It was a big day. And we, uh, that building, we, we, we continued to build a community of believers and, and believe that God was gonna continue to build his kingdom through us. I wanna take a second with this picture right here and let you know who the people in the middle are. That's Pastor Ed Bledsoe and, and Sharon Bledsoe, uh, they were the pastors of Faith Tabernacle in Gonzales, Louisiana, which is the church that we were at before we moved here. And uh, Pastor Ed is basically like, was like a, a father to my dad. He actually passed away uh, last year and then Miss Sharon just passed away just a few weeks ago. and um, But that couple, they have a lineage of pastors that has come from their ministry that has affected literally thousands and thousands of people and generations of people. And you would never, if you met those two people, you'd never know it because they were so humble. They were so quiet nature, but they loved God and they loved people and they were faithful in their ministry for many years. And we're sitting here right now as a direct result of their faithfulness. And we should be grateful to God for people like that, pillars in the kingdom who have, have built people that have come before us so that we could, come on, come on, we could meet like this, we could hear what we're hearing, right? <clears throat> and so this is whenever we cut the ribbon in Wiggins Wiggins cost $800,000 around that to build, and guess what? God was faithful, and his people were faithful, and we were able to pay off this building again in less than two years. (laughs) Paid off. (laughs) And in this space, we've seen God do amazing things. Come on, we've seen families restored. We've seen so many people saved and baptized. We've seen kids literally raised up in the church. I think about families like the Peters and the Barretts and the Williams and the homes and the roughs, and I could, I could go on for a while, you know, if I missed your name and you've been there a long time, forgive me. But so many people that have literally been in this church to, since the beginning and have, has raised families, generations of people in that building. I mean, they went home between, between services, okay? But you, know, you guys get what I'm saying, right? But there was another next step. And in 2013, we were praying about another location for the Northwood family. We drove across the Gulf Coast, praying over different cities and places for where the Lord wanted us to go for our next location. And the Lord made it clear we were, when we were contacted by a local pastor friend who actually was also at uh, Faith Tabernacle, which is now Household of Faith, he was also there uh, and he had moved there to Long Beach. And he called my dad and, and asked if we were interested in purchasing a church uh, that they were gonna be moving back home. And they were, and they were wondering, hey, do you guys wanna you know, take over this church. And uh, this is that church. Come on, 10 acres and two buildings for uh, taking on the $186,000 of debt. It's amazing, okay? And this picture right here is the first time that we walked in and we discussed if we could make this a Northwood church location. This was the auditorium and um, it needed a little bit of work, but we weren't sure. We walked in, we prayed and it was like, yes, this is it. So we felt that the Lord, the Lord was leading us to do it and we moved forward. And at that time, Pastor Micah was our, our student pastor ironically enough, today he is our youth pastor again. So well done, Pastor Micah. But uh, he was our and is our student pastor. Uh, and, and, and during a staff meeting, uh, Pastor Van, he, he wrote our assignments on the board. He's like, this is what we're going to do. We're going to get this building in Jordan. You know, I want you to continue to work to build a team, you know, worship team for this and da, 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 And he said, and uh, Pastor Micah, you're going to be the pastor there. And, uh, that's how it happened, legitimately. There was no conversation before that. And uh, Micah, we all went nuts and it was a great day. And um, Micah knew that it was for him, I think. We'll see, I don't know. Maybe he didn't at first, but, uh, but he did. So what we did is we gutted and we remodeled both of these buildings. It was a ton of work that required countless hours and many people to finish, but we did, we did finish. Obviously, we finished it. And uh, we launched services in September of uh, 2014. So we quickly ran out of parking and we started multiple services to make room for more people. But, but Long Beach also cost around $1.3 million. And again, God and his people were faithful and were able to pay this off again in less than two years. Come on. And in the same way, I think about the families and the people who have come into to Long Beach and people that have become like family. You know what I'm saying? I think about the Mims. Come on. Rob Mims is our missions director here and the Rodriguez's and the Maldonado's and the Shaw's and the Williamson's and the Johnson's and on and on and on. And so many people who were family here in Gulfport who moved and went to that area, the whole Butterfield family, come on. Just, I mean, I'm talking just so many people that went and helped to birth that location to be a healthy place where people can thrive in their relationship with Jesus. But as a church, we had a next step. And in 2018 is whenever uh, my dad, uh, I, I can't say retired, cause that's not the right word, but he stepped back from being senior pastor and, and, and I became senior pastor here at Northwood Church. 2018, come on y'all, it's already been five and a half years. And uh, and Elan's in that belly right there. <laughs> uh, it was, a. you know, man, I wish I would have known than what I know now, you uh, know, I would have said yes, but uh, I tell you, man, it's been a great journey. It's been a tough journey. There's been a lot of, of ups and downs. And uh, I want to say thank you, you know, just for this moment, I've got an intense support system around me with the men that are in my life. You know, I've already mentioned Mike and, uh, and Micah, and obviously my dad, but my brother in law here, Casey, has been a, a pillar in my life. He's been uh, someone that I've been able to trust in and lean on. Uh, when I am weak, he has been strong and maybe sometimes too strong, <laughs> but I needed that, you know, and, uh, and vice versa. We've helped each other. And, and then of course, uh, pastor Steven's here today. He's gonna be sharing here in just a moment, but, um, pastor Steven, these men have been pillars in my life. They've been seriously like brothers. And, uh, and in the last five and a half years, if it wasn't for these men, I, for real would not be sitting right here. It wouldn't have happened. Uh, you know, you need people around you to support you through tough times and, uh, and they have been that. And so, um, but we transitioned. It was a big next step. It was a lot of work. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, but we have transitioned and that's an exciting place to be. But in 2018, we felt again that there was a next step for our church and we felt that God was leading us to start another location and continue the mission that God has given us as a church. And so we spent many days riding around the greater Gulf Coast area, went all over the place, we prayed about our next step. And through a series of events, we met with a local business owner who showed us some property that he had for sale. And, uh, and, and it was in Ocean Springs. And we, at first, weren't really looking in Ocean Springs. We were kind of looking in D'Iberville and just, we were looking all over the place. And, and uh, in this conversation, he began to, to explain to us Ocean Springs. And then he zoomed out on Google Maps and, and he began to look, he began to show us, and he said this, what do you see? And we were like, trees and roads, and he said, rooftops. He said, Those are, there's people there, there's people. And y'all, you know, if, if you've been in a moment where you're in a conversation and you feel the presence of God, and like this, this th- what he was saying was not what he was saying, it, was, it represented something much, much, much deeper. And it birthed vision in our hearts for Ocean Springs. And we knew whenever we left there that that was the place that we were gonna be planning a new location. And our first step was in 2019 to start a small group in that area. And it wasn't long after that, when I asked Pastor Stephen, our student pastor at the time, come on, what is it with student pastors? And then, you know, um, uh, I asked him to become our lead pastor in Ocean Springs and he said, yes. And so in February of 2020, the OS launch team began meeting in homes and hosting pre-launch services. It was a good time. There they are sitting there praying, believing that God was gonna move. And so we officially launched to the public in January of 2021. That's when we launched. And in the, uh, we launched in the Ocean Springs Civic Center. And we've been consistently, we've seen consistent and healthy growth since that time. It was an incredible launch day. And the church, come on, like any launch, you know, when it first launches, it kind of trickles down, but then it it trickled down to a core of people that have been faithful. And we have seen consistent growth. Actually, I believe last week, if I'm not mistaken, was potentially the biggest Sunday that we, it was. It was the biggest Sunday that we've had in regards to our our Sunday services. We're excited about that, yeah. (laughs) But uh, after two and a half years in the Civic Center, there was another step, come on, y'all. It was to get our own building. <laughs> oh, In case you don't know, whenever you meet in a building that is a civic center or a gym or a school, you must set up for some churches every single week. But uh, in our case, we had some weeks off, but now we're pretty much at an every week set up and tear down uh, site. And um, in case you didn't know, that takes a lot of energy. It takes a lot of energy week in, week out to do that. And that's why getting a a permanent facility is such a big deal to kind of put roots down to where you're not spending so much energy and time into setting up and tearing down and all of the logistics that go into that, but you're able to take that energy and, and focus it on people and on the kingdom, right? And, and, and although setting up a tear down is part of the kingdom, we know that, you guys get what I'm saying. I don't think I have to belabor that point, okay? And so, uh, so in 2022, last year, we purchased a 10,000 square foot building and two acres on Highway 90 across from Walmart there in East Ocean Springs. And so, come on, doesn't that look like a beautiful, beautiful building, <laughs> right? I mean, come on, let's just have church in it right as is. Let's go. No, uh, it's kind of like whenever you, bu- you, you buy a home, maybe this has happened to you, you build a fixer-upper uh, for a home, and uh, have you ever, like, brought somebody over to take a look at it, and you drive up, and you pull into the, you know, the red clay driveway, and you've got this dilapidated house that's kind of leaning sideways, and you're like, isn't it awesome? And your friends are in the back seat, like, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think we should leave so we don't get shot. What's going on here? This is where are we right now, you know? And um, I mean, you know, so when you drive by, that might be kind of where it's at. You know, you're like, okay, that's that's pretty it's pretty tough. And but, you know, when you drive by, you, you see some mud, you see some rusted out metal. But today I want to show you what we see for our ocean springs location. Mm-hmm. Long. Yeah, it's so exciting. We're excited about this building again, not just because it's a building and it looks good. We're excited about this building because of what it represents, and also what's going to happen inside of this building. And so, uh, in a moment, I want to I want to invite up Pastor Stephen because what he's going to do is he's going to share with you guys some of the things, some of the life. Of, of this location, but I want to take just a second and honor him because um, I've been with Stephen and Amy uh, for the last few years, known, for many, known Amy for many, many years, and um, uh, two genuine people uh, going into this, genuine Christ followers, like just who they are, but I've also seen them walk in the last few years through some extremely difficult things. A lot of things and a lot of conversations and things that you'll never really know about. You won't know about ever. But I've seen them take the hit, come on, and and ground their feet in Jesus and in their calling and in their family and in each other. And I've seen them, you know, they're underwater for a little bit and then I've seen them come back up in maturity to continue to lead this location with passion and with, with good hearts. And so I want you at every location to honor Pastor Steven as he comes up to share with you some things about Ocean Springs. Come on,
1: y'all.
2: That's
1: humbling. That's really humbling. Um, Man, you, you guys are inspired today. I'm inspired today. At all four locations, we're inspired today, aren't we? Man, it's amazing to think about the legacy that we come from and, and to imagine that, man, we're now bringing that legacy, Northwood Church's legacy, into a new city, Ocean Springs. And there are a lot of faithful people just like at every location, like Pastor Jordan was talking about, that, that have been helping to, to create this sacred space, if you will, setting up and tearing down and you know, launching in COVID, totally unideal and inconvenient, right? But but so worth it. It's so right. worth it, y'all. And um, And I'm just thinking about some people right now. I'm, I'm thinking about a... A young woman who, at our first Easter, uh, she came, sat through service. Uh, at the end of service, I'm leading her through a prayer of repentance and surrender to her Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. She's got both hands lifted up, right? And, and each year since then, she's come back to me. She said, Pastor Stephen, remember a year ago, I surrendered to Jesus. Pastor Stephen, remember two years ago, I, I surrendered to Jesus. She was baptized, and, and she's still faithful in the church. And it was a friend that invited her, and it was a friend and her invitation that led to her having that sacred moment in her life. I'm thinking about a, a young mother who helped us launch the church. And for three years, she's been building relationships in a community just like this one, just like the ones you're, you're sitting in. And, and those friends were, were supporting her through some hard times. And she was fighting for justice for herself and for her kids. And 30 of those friends brought church to the courtroom. And the, ju- and the judge saw the, the support of her faith community and rendered a judgment in favor of, of, of her desire, and God poured out justice in that moment, and we celebrated. That was a sacred moment. That was a sacred moment in Northwood Church. I'm thinking of um, these two kids I recently met who came to the church, and they come from a, a context that's very unsafe. Uh, they don't know what, what trust looks like, uh, at least in the way that most of us do, and and they were terrified to be at the church, and, and we're trying to love on them. And over the course of that service and throughout the last several weeks, we, we've seen their hearts soften. We've seen their eyes soften. and We're seeing them open up to interacting with the, the leaders in their lives. And, and they're realizing, man, this might be a safe place. You could see them processing, man, I might be able to talk to this person and, and trust this person. This, maybe this person really loves me. And, and that's what we're doing. We're loving on those kids and and. And we're believing that they're not just going to learn to trust us, but they're going to learn to trust God, their, their heavenly father, that they're going to come to know God and they're going to grow in Christ and, and they're going to be part of this faith community. And, and stories like this are happening in Ocean Springs repeatedly, like salvation and life change and transformation, just like it's happening at all of our locations. And, and so I am completely convinced that where we come from has laid the foundation, but also where we're going, God has some great things for us. And I think it's a worthy work. I think, even though it's hard sometimes and takes a lot of energy, I think it's, it's worth the investment. And so, you know, I'm honored to, to be on this team of pastors pastoring here at Northwood Church. And I, I do just want to thank you, Pastor Jordan, for trusting me and supporting me and helping me come above the water when I'm under it. And we're just so thankful for all you men. But even more so, I'm thankful to be a member of this church. I'm thankful that my family is members of this church, that we belong here in a place where where we can love, where we can thrive. And so we're gonna keep building and we hope you'll keep building with us. That's where it's at. Until Jesus returns, right?
0: Come on. With all this said, I I wanna share with you some details about our Ocean Springs location and, and not only our Ocean Springs location, but I'm also excited to share with you some future updates to all of our locations. And uh, we've really split this into two different phases. And you'll receive a brochure on the way out with, with a lot of this information. And, and also I'm gonna share some stuff about a website so you don't have to worry about writing anything down, not that you would, you know, or taking pictures so you can retain it all. I don't know how many note takers we have, right? But uh, we're gonna give you some information on the way out today. But. Um, But the first phase is our Ocean Springs location. And the vision for Ocean Springs will allow us to build a place to continue to expand our Ocean Springs location. The floor plan will include a 250 seat auditorium, kids classrooms uh, for each age group, and a a lobby area for gathering, as well as a room for discipleship and meetings. And the estimated cost to complete this project is $2.5 million. Things are a little bit more expensive than they were in 2003. (laughs) <laughs> now we've finished the demolition phase pretty much of this, of this project and, and we're beginning the construction phase. We've seen some things even happen this week, something in the positive direction rather than just tearing things out. We're seeing some things put in. That's always a good time. And uh, so we're beginning the construction phase and uh, we believe that we can complete this by, uh, this is going to be my hopeful, wishful thinking, by late spring, early summer, I think, I think we can do it. I think we can make it happen. <laughs> Y'all know how that goes though. Come on, anytime you're doing anything with a house or you just, hey, you're, you're honing it in and the closer you get, you're like, okay. And so that's where we're at right now. So that's, that's the first phase. And again, we believe that we can be done with this uh, within a year of, of today uh, in the construction phase. But then also phase two has to do with our Gulfport, Long Beach and Wiggins locations. And so I wanna show you some pictures of what this looks like. Phase two includes updates to our Gulfport location. This will be the front facade of where we're at right here, building number one in Gulfport. And, uh, and then also there's building number two that we do some similar renovations to, just to kind of bring some, you know, kind of bring it out of 2003, maybe, kind of, and, and you kind of get us forward here a little bit, but uh, but all of this, it, there's nothing here structural at this point. This is all just uh, it's kind of a it's kind of a facelift, right, with our new logos and different things, and then also in Long Beach, similar uh, similar look, just to uh, to kind of bring us up onto all the all the same look, right, all locations looking the same, and then the same thing in our Wiggins location we'd upgrade our Wiggins location and um, just kind of create a a modern, you know, kind of just a a forward, a progressive looking aesthetic for our church. And we estimate, again, we estimate that these upgrades will be around $500,000 for all of these things to be done. And so the total for both of these phases together, put together as as one big project, obviously is $3 million. And, you know, if we, if we look back, uh, $100,000 to 35 people in 1989 might as well have been a million, <laughs> right? And, and all, every single phase that you look at in our church, the, the, the cost of the next step, it always seems like, wow, that's a lot of money. But whenever you begin to look back and you begin to realize the things that have been done in those spaces, the sacred things that have taken place, and as you begin to see the kingdom of God expand, these, you begin to see it not as a number, but as an opportunity. As an opportunity to be a part of this same mission. It's just a new opportunity. And that's how we see this. It's a mission to build a kingdom of God, to build these spaces where life change can happen. And this mission continued through the life and the leadership of Joseph Rowe that we honor today. He passed away, by the way, just uh, about maybe three years ago or four years, somewhere up in there, he passed away. And uh, it has continued through the vision of my dad for many, many, many years. Many of y'all were a part of that. And it's continued through the people of our Gulfport and Wiggins and Long Beach locations for the last few years. And now it's our opportunity to build a sacred space in Ocean Springs for the kingdom of God to continue to advance. And in the same way that God has been faithful, we believe that he will continue to be faithful to provide all that we need. We have confidence in that because we've seen it done too many times to not be confident in that. And today I wanna ask you as the people of Northwood to continue to be faithful in this next phase of growth as as a church. And so this is what I, I wanna ask you to do. Number one, I wanna ask you to pray. I wanna ask you to pray with us and also for us, okay, as a community. One church, four locations. This is not just Pastor Stephen and his church doing something. This is all of us, all of us together, okay? Um, And so I wanna ask you to pray. Uh, We are in a spiritual battle, and I think it's important for all of us to realize this. Um, This week, I have been in a couple of situations that we've been in, it's been smooth water, for me, emotionally, spiritually, it's been smooth water for a while, and it's amazing. Monday, and, I'm not, and I've already told the staff this, and I've already, not details, but I've told, I've told basically two people, two or three people, the, the actual, uh, what actually happened in this moment, because I don't want to sensationalize what I believe the enemy is doing or trying to do. But I was looking at in the mirror, just got done washing my hands, looked in the mirror, and out of nowhere, a thought came. a a worst case scenario thought. I wasn't thinking anything. I wasn't, I didn't, my brain didn't lead up to this thought. It was out of nowhere. And it struck fear in my heart that I haven't felt in a very, very long time. And I shrugged it off. I was like, well, that was, you know. And then that night, again, and the next day, again. And it it continued, I was like, what is going on? Later on that week, another situation came about. It's very taxing emotionally. And it's like, what what is this? Y'all, the enemy wants to kill, steal, and destroy. And if you don't believe that, you are open to being killed, being stole from, and being destroyed. And I diagnosed that as the enemy seeking to strike fear in my heart of failure and, and honestly worse, worse than that worse than just failure, it was was tangible. And and I, I say that because we need prayer. We need you that are intercessors in this place, who you have the gift of intercessory prayer. I wanna ask you to pray over this project. It's not just about the numbers of how much it's costing. It's not just about all of the logistics of it. It's about the fact that we are carrying on the great commission in a tangible way in this community. And we're seeing people ripped out of hell and their feet placed on the rock, right? That's what we're seeing. We're in a fight for that, y'all. And so I wanna encourage you to pray with us and for us. And I also also want you to, to pray and ask God what it looks like for you to be a part of this process. How can you invest into this process? And what I mean by by invest is to give, number one, yes, financially. We don't ask for a lot here at Northwood Church. You guys know that. Maybe we should actually talk about this more, about financial uh, 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 giving and generosity. But as a church, this is us coming together and investing in this new location together. And I I want you to pray to God, what does it look like for you to invest? What does it look like for you to give up your time? There's gonna be some work days. Not as many as the previous ones, actually, come on. But there's gonna be some work days. You young people, that's right, come on. It's eight o'clock in the morning, get out of bed. You gotta get to Ocean Springs to paint some walls. You know what I'm talking about? Come on, there's some people in here, they're 70 years old. And they've been painting walls since 1970, okay? And it's time for us, come on, us younger people, to step up, show up, paint some walls, hang, hang some sheet rock. Come on, we're gonna, we're gonna come together with our energy at our age to support this. Uh, because you might not have a lot of finances if you're 22 years old, right? You're like, oh, here's $50. I mean, I don't know what to tell you, you know? But you can show up physically. Others of you, you have resources. What does it look like for you to give? And I wanna ask you to pray this week and decide in your heart what it is that you can commit to give to this project. And then I wanna ask you to follow through with that. And this is one of the steps that you can take. You can go to our, our webpage, northwood.church build. And here's a video just to kind of let you know what it looks like. If you go there, you'll be able to scroll down. You'll be able to see the, the video that we've just shown to you uh, get more information about this location, see these renders, and then begin to see all of our locations, which you'll also get a brochure today that has a lot of this in this. You can see the floor plan. And, uh, and again, as you scroll down, you'll see Gulfport, you'll see Wiggins and Long Beach. And uh, maybe you wanna take some of these pictures and put them on your phone so you can you know, continue to look at them, because they look awesome. But you can also do this. When you see the Give Here button, if you click on this button, You'll, you'll have an opportunity to make a pledge. And there's two different ways you can do this. One is that you can pledge and you can set up a recurring payment. And you can put in your pledge uh, from now till the end of 2024 that you feel that you can give. And if you click pledge and uh, set up recurring You have an option for every week or every two weeks or every month. And when you click that, it'll play out to you what it looks like for every payment that you would be making to this project. And then you click next. And then there's a, you know, there's a, uh, you put your cell phone number in and everything from that point on. It's like PayPal, guys, pretty much. I mean, you can figure it out. I'm not gonna go that far into it, right? Or you can give a one-time pledge. Some of you might be in a position where that's where you're at and you'd like to give one lump sum. Either way, I want to ask you to pray about this and, and then to give. What we're gonna be doing is we're gonna be estimating a lot of things based off of the pledges that we receive from this. So we're starting this campaign today and um, I hope that the heart of Northwood Church has been, you know especially in the last two weeks, if you've been the last two weeks, you've gotten a really good feel for our church, you've gotten a feel for the history. I can tell you financially that the money has always been handled properly here uh, with accountability uh, we are currently, you know, other than what we're taking on right now with Ocean Springs, we're still currently debt-free as a church. This is what positions us to be able to do this. And so you're giving to a safe place with people who handle the money like it's their own money. With people who handle, it like it's their own money, but they handle their own money well too. <laughs> I should put it that way. <laughs> you're like, dude, I got 20 grand in credit card debt. You don't want me to handle it like, no, <laughs> All right? But we truly believe in what it is that God has called us to give. And, and we believe that this giving is a sacrificial. This is above and beyond what you regularly give. So continue to be faithful in that. And this right here, this is an offering. This is above and beyond, it's sacrificial. And I'm right there with you. I, I give a lot to this church and I'm about to give more to this church because I believe in what's happening. I believe in what's happening. And in the same way that Gulfport helped Wiggins, come on, Gulfport help, helped Wiggins to launch a location and to build a location. And in the same way that Gulfport and Wiggins helped to start and complete Long Beach, now Gulfport, Wiggins, and Long Beach is coming together with Ocean Springs to help build a sacred space, space in Ocean Springs. And I wanna invite you to be a part of that. Amen? Amen. Amen. As we close today, I want to invite my dad up because he's been a part of this church in so many ways, as I've already described. But he's also spearheading all of the construction and everything having to do with this location. And I want to invite him up here to pray a blessing over this project. Would y'all give it up for my dad? Come on.
2: What's up? Just continue standing because, no, not stand up because we're going to pray for a miracle. And the miracle is going to be that everyone that's attached to Northwood is going to give some money to pay this stuff off, huh? Come on now. We've already put $800,000 into it, paid for all cash, and uh, just great things are happening. But you know, the Bible says that the Lord is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above everything you're able to ask or think. And he's been faithful through all these years to come up with what's necessary to move the vision forward. The devil's a liar. I hate him. He fights against everything we do. But Jesus has already won the victory. And so when we get ready to pray here, I'm going to lead you. But we're going to pray, folks, because we're moving the kingdom of God yeah forward it takes energy it takes prayer dedication physical work and it takes money to pay for the stuff that we've got to put in there toilets are not free you understand what i'm saying neither sheetrock or studs or anything like that so how many of you are ready to pray and believe the lord for miracles how many how many you ready for that okay Let's pray. Father, we love you, and we trust you, Lord. You have commanded us that we're not to lean on our own understanding, but we are to acknowledge you in all of our ways, and you would direct our paths. So first, Father, we acknowledge you right now as our Lord and our King, the lover of our souls, the forgiver of our sins, the giver of vision, and the accomplisher of vision. Father, thank you for drawing us to Jesus because Jesus has already told us that no one can come to him unless you draw them. Thank you for the locations, God, for this sacred place of Gulfport and of Wiggins. And thank you for Long Beach and for Ocean Springs. And now we turn our faith towards Ocean Springs. Lord, we need a location, a a building, a place for life to change in so many people. We're praying, Lord God, right now for the finances, the physical strength, and all of the labors that are going to be necessary to accomplish what we believe you have told us to do. So, Father, we pray a blessing over this location of Ocean Springs. We pray, Lord God, that you would give us favor with every contractor, that you would give us favorable prices that, Lord, you'd give us favor in the community as they see that we are accomplishing something for your kingdom. We pray, Lord God, that you will touch every heart of every person in Northwood, that we would look at it, Lord God, as a personal project, not just corporate, but personal, and then come together, Lord, in unity of the spirit to accomplish your will. Father, we pray that you would give wisdom to every individual, that you would give us grace for sacrifice and that, Lord God, we would be obedient to take our part, our position, and to accomplish everything that you've called us to do, Lord. Would you bless the work of our hands and God, would you give us faith to believe you for everything we need to believe for to see this accomplished, not only in Ocean Springs, but all of the locations, God. We thank you that there's gonna be victory And as usual and always for all of eternity, we're going to give you all of the honor and all of the praise and all of the glory. And everybody shout it in Jesus' name. Amen
1: and amen. Amen.